I'm totally going to keep that in. Okay. <laughs> Hi, what's up everyone? My name is Emmerich and I'm here today with the beautiful, the illustrious, the iconic Tabitha. Hello everyone. And uh, welcome to the inaugural episode. We've been inaugurated by popular demand. Clink. Clink. About <laughs> plastic sounding glasses. Plastic <laughs> clink. Let's make a proper clink. Hang on. Okay. No. Uh, no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Ceramics. Ceramic clinking. That's good. Welcome to the first episode of Kebab Karma. That's um, excitement. Yeah, but I just have a, a little question for you, if I can uh, put it forward. It's about how excited you are and how it's, you... Yeah, it's about how can I contain my excitement, but yeah. also, why Kebab Karma? Well, let's, let's give you a, uh, an overview into the, the karmic side of things and exactly why, why this podcast is named Kebab Karma. So I'm going to set the scene. Okay, so okay. Get, get, get ready. Um, it's going to be a wild ride. It, it's going to be something. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. <laughs> so <laughs> I have a friend, and let's for sake of argument call her Becky, because, you know, all white girls are, are called Becky. And um, Becky went on holiday with a friend of hers. Mm-hmm. They went to, let's say, like Amsterdam or somewhere, somewhere in Europe, somewhere not very far away. Yes. And they were staying with um, with uh, Becky's friends, friends, or friends of friends, you know, mm-hmm. just staying at their house. It was nice. They were all getting along, whatever. They were staying with a married couple who just had their first baby. Oh, so what a joyous occasion. Oh, cute little, cute little babykins. The baby was, I think, like two months old. Like it was a, it was a youngin, a little... Fre- fresh. 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 Still a little <laughs> fresh out of the wrapper. Still a little bit gooey. <laughs> a little bit, bit scrunched up. A little bit gooey. Um, and yeah, so basically the wife stayed home to take care of the kids. Ovs. Um, Ovs, because, you know, that's, patriarchy. that's nice. how patriarchy works. And then the rest of them just, uh, the rest of them went out to a club for the evening. To a club. And nothing, absolutely nothing bad happened. Nothing bad ever happens. That's why we named the podcast after it. So the friend that Becky went on holiday with ended up going home a bit early. Um, So she was just left out with the husband. And on the way back home... He was a perfect gentleman. He was a perfect gentleman. And they totally did not fuck in a field. Like not even wow, a little in bit. In a field. In a field. Like how randy do you have to be to fucking field? I mean, not. The, I, I'm not I judging mean, you. They didn't even like I'm get a hotel room. Yeah, and they make good money. I'm assuming he does. I don't know. He can afford a kid and a wife. <laughs> um, but like and going to Amsterdam with his yeah, family. you know, he yeah. lives there. You know, he's there's like he must know a little bit about a hotel room or something. But no, mm-hmm. so they they had sex in a field, um, and then just uh, went back to his house where his wife was in bed. Wow. And then the worst part is the next morning, uh, Becky uh, obviously woke up in his house because uh, that's where she was staying and his wife was there and uh, his wife had uh, made her breakfast and then she uh, ate breakfast whilst holding his child. Whilst holding the child. <laughs> whilst holding that's, his wow. child. That's okay. So that must have been a, an exceedingly awkward conversation. That has nothing to do with kebabs though. No, no. I, would, I would presume not. No, unless the baby was a kebab. Unless the baby was a kebab, <laughs> a little kebab baby. It was a food baby. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason that the kebabs come in is because when she got back to London, she felt so guilty. The guiltiest. Okay. You know, uh, she really was like conflicted about the fact that she slept with this man's 
man's wife. Nope, she slept with not this, this woman's husband. Um, not and conflicted enough not to do it. No, no, because you've got to do it. You've got to do it. If, if life gives you lemons, you know. If life gives you someone's husband and a field... Fucking, you fucking, you fucking, you fucking. <laughs> That's all you can do. How many um, fields under in Amsterdam? I don't know. <laughs> Did you mean a canal? Yeah, yeah a canal? I don't know. It was a canal, one of those boats. <laughs> oh, um, so she uh, felt so bad that she just started buying homeless people kebabs to make up for her sins. Um, <laughs> so the moral of the story is, and the reason we're calling this kebab karma is because we're going to talk about moral quandaries. And if you out there, all three of you listening, um, do anything bad as a result of um, this podcast mm-hmm. or of anything we say or in life, all you need to do to absolve yourself as, um, as a person, absolve yourself as your karma, is just buy homeless people kebabs in proportion to what you've done wrong. The sin. Yeah. Okay. Kill someone, 20 kebabs. Uh, sleep with a married man who's got a baby. That's going to be like 30 kebabs. But more than killing More than killing someone. Yeah, because that's going to like cause someone issues like throughout their life, you know, like that could that could break wow. up a marriage and a newly born baby. That You're making a lot people. of people feel really bad at home right now. But if it's something small, like a little white lie or, you know, that like you cheated on a test or, I don't know, crash someone else's car. Oh. Like, two to five kebabs. Okay, so I have two to five kebabs. Two to five so kebabs, yeah. Buy, okay. You can, we'll, we'll publish, like, an index at some point, if anyone wants us to, of <laughs> yes. uh, how many kebabs you're going to need. But, yes, that is why we're calling this Kebab Karma. So just remember, folks, if you ever do anything bad, mm-hmm. just buy a homeless person some kebabs. For those of you out there who are karmic experts, don't worry. Like, I checked with the Dalai Lama. Okay. And he said, yes, this is a completely approved version of dealing with your karmic um, <laughs> comic assets. So you don't need to Google it. You don't need to check it. It's 100% real. Just trust me. So as a first, as a first topic, mm-hmm. I think um, we should discuss whether you would ever date someone with different political views. What's the political view? <laughs> Um, so <laughs> I am, a, I would, I would define myself as a hardcore, quite hardcore liberal. Oh, we're getting out, we're getting out, like, what's it called? Our biases out of the way early. Yeah, of uh-huh. course. Because I have to, I have to say, you it's to. good, it's good to put the bias up front. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a hardcore liberal lefty, mm-hmm. I'll call myself. Mm-hmm. A snowflake, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, um, have kind of dated someone in the past mm-hmm. who was across the political aisle. Okay. He was uh-huh. a Tory. Uh-huh. He did not vote in the referendum, but if he did, he would have voted leave. Okay. Is he a serving MP? <laughs> 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 Cannot disclose. Cannot disclose, I'm afraid. Okay. Um, he, um... Jacob Rees-Mogg. <laughs> Dating no. Jacob Rees-Mogg. Uh, no, I'm not dating the Mog. Um, <laughs> the Mog. Moggy. <laughs> um, I wouldn't date the Mog in a million years. Um, someone wants to find him uh, a Victorian, an, a haunted Victorian dildo, which I think is a perfect, a perfect description of um, of the Mog. Of the Mog. Of the no, mog. it wasn't him. It was um, he was a nobody. Let's call him um, Phil. Phil. Yes. I don't know anyone called Phil, but sure. Yeah. Um, he was, yeah, he was a Tory. Um, but when we discussed politics, and it was, there were very few and far between discussions about politics. We never really got into it. Yeah. Um, after a while, that I 
that I've known that I had known him, it was quite clear that our core values were very similar. Okay. Which for me was the main yeah. point. So what would you what what was what is your take on it? Okay, so I am less of a less of a hardcore liberal. I just hate tax. <laughs> Socially, I'm exceedingly liberal. So I suppose I'm going to just say straight off the bat, it's a complicated one. Here are, here are the kind of issues as I see them. Um, first issue, kids. You want kids and you've got really different political beliefs, you're going to have some weird kids. Yeah. You're going to have like, if you have a boy and a girl, like the girl's going to grow up, maybe like, I don't know, gun-touting Sarah Palin. <laughs> <laughs> and the boy's going to grow up like... Bernie Sanders at a weekend at Burning Man or Bernie Man. I think their political beliefs are going to kind of reflect whichever parent they like most, which is always kind of a bit of a dangerous situation. Or whichever one they spend the most time with. Yeah, whichever one influences the most. So probably if the mother is liberal, be the mother. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably most likely. Um, and then apart from kids, you've got just issues of general annoyance. Yeah. Like it is probably exceedingly well definitely because it's happened to me exceedingly annoying to be in a conversation with someone whose beliefs are so different to yours but you just can't see eye to eye whatsoever i can have a good debate with someone all day every day about most things but if we're sleeping together and we're living together yeah. all the time i just don't want it i just i just can't i just can't oh it's gonna be tricky i think um because i asked as i told you earlier i asked Quite a few people at work uh -huh. or, um, in my circle of friends I polled for this podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and the general reply is a big, it depends. So at the moment, I'm dating someone with no political beliefs. Okay. Like, nary a political belief in sight. Not even a single one. Um, but not even... Brexit, they're no, not even Brexit. From yeah, because um, I'm dating someone who is not from the UK. Not even a no, not no even a Brexit. View. No, no view, and um, I kind of like it only because, <laughs> <laughs> only because um, I get away with quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why did I know I have any doubts? That would be your I can, I can kind of, I can kind of do a lot because I'm the smart one. Um, but. <laughs> Um, no, I don't mind it, but I do find it frustrating because when you try to have a conversation mm -hmm. about a social issue, anything from nuclear energy to like, I don't know, arms, disarmament, yes. zero views. Yeah. No views whatsoever. And it can be frustrating. So you, a lot of the time I do have to get my... Um, intellectual stimulation elsewhere yes um, i was gonna say yeah that would be because i told you i've got a long list of caveats <laughs> and that would be my one of my a political so um i don't know if you listeners are online dating i am and um there is this nice little thing on bumble i don't <laughs> filter it's not a filter but it's like it's it's one of the options you can a choose preference. when you yeah when you select your own pro when you uh, set up your own profile you can choose you can choose to let the other person know what your political views are okay um and if it says a political you say no. It's I don't say no straight away, but it's a determining <laughs> factor of whether I'm going to say left or right. I would find it very frustrating. What kind of, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to argue and then make up sex about? It's like, what's, yeah. what's this, what's this going to be about? Not going to lie. It is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
well, um, a lot of our conversations are mostly just about him um, and uh, my work, I suppose, and what I'm doing that day and what I'm presenting next, etc. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of just come to the point where if I want to talk about something like that, I'll just go do it with someone else because um, I did have to explain what World War Two was and I had to explain who Anne Frank was. I remember you telling me this. Yeah, and it's I mean, kind that's... Of- <laughs> but- I've I've read a lot of articles and I think one of the one of the things that came up most from people who were giving their own opinion and people who were dating someone across the political aisle yeah. were giving their own opinion and their own uh, life experience they were saying that you are dating the person yeah you're dating the person not the beliefs exactly so yeah. you you end up finding a way whether it's the other person is apolitical mm. or it's has completely opposite political views from yours you end up um life finds a way life finds a way yeah. as jeff goldman says okay so in keeping with the theme you know with the yeah. name of it all with the kebabariness of whatever we're doing it is time for meow, meow, meow. The Kebab Quiz. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Kebab Quiz. Now, this is a very simple game show. I'll give you a scenario and you tell me how many kebabs does a person owe for doing what they did. Are you ready? Let's play How Many Kebabs. So if you remember what we said, we said it was 30 kebabs for sleeping with a married man who has a child and then, you know, going to breakfast with his wife and holding his baby the next day. So use that as a scaling mechanism for the rest of the questions. Okay. Okay, so the first one, forgetting about or just not showing up at your meeting with the president of Luxembourg. Oh, uh, very, uh, very current, very yeah, topical. Very um, topical. By the time this comes out, I'm sure it's still going to be in the news. <laughs> yes. Um, morally, it's pretty deplorable. Also, if you think about it, Luxembourg's a pretty shit country. You know, it's like, it's, it, no, it's a nice country it's to go to. It's not like he stood up Madonna. Gonna, oh. He didn't stand up someone good. It's not like he was like, fuck you, Adele. What's the president of Luxembourg's name? I don't fucking know. John Paul Gautier? John Paul Luxembourg? Yeah. Um, I knew his name. I I remember. I should remember his name because I remember the news very well. But uh, the name escapes me now. Um, no, okay, okay, okay. So if he, you, you're saying if he stood up Angela Merkel. No, standing up Madonna is worse than standing up Angela Merkel. But she's not a political figure. No, but she's a queen. Anyway, yeah, how many, how many kebabs? How many kebabs? Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's worse. This is all to avoid responsibility, I feel, like, or, or a certain degree of owning up to uh, uh, fuck-ups, yeah. I'd say. So for me, that's about 60 kebabs. 60 kebabs. Double, yeah, absolutely. That's and a I'm lot being, of kebabs. I'm being nice. You're being nice with that. Yeah. That is a lot of kebabs. Okay, well, Boris, you owe <laughs> 60 kebabs <laughs> to the people, the homeless people of London. Okay, how many kebabs does Berlusconi owe the people of the world? Oh, Jesus. Oh, it's far too many. Four. <laughs> Calling Obama suntanned I remember that incident very well I think he's I'm- a tanned man but you know it's more like melanin and less like a long day at Saint-Tropez Berlusconi's a p- pretty despicable human so I'd say that was pretty tame for Berlusconi mm-hmm. um, and I feel like Obama took it in his stride because he knew Berlusconi's a raging racist <laughs> 
so it was like well what are you gonna what am I gonna tell a raging racist that says something as a joke because he thinks it's a joke because it's not so. racism if you say you're joking afterwards if obviously. you put JK yeah. after it it doesn't it's count racist yeah, exactly. <laughs> so did I say for Boris 60 16 gonna go with 75 75 yeah. okay so it's worse to call Obama suntanned than to stand up the president of Luxembourg during Brexit negotiations I think so yeah because it's got the whole racism thing in it yeah but yeah. It's, it's it's more because it's it, it perpetuates the fact that if you're joking that it's, it's not racist it's bad yeah it's just casual racism and it's casual racism is probably the worst kind not exactly the same but yesterday I was out for drinks um, with some friends of mine and there was a guy there who doesn't usually hang out with us mm-hmm. um, and he made a comment about like why does everybody like I don't know whatever it was like let's just pick something out of the air peanut butter so much mm-hmm. we went oh why does everybody bum peanut butter so much and then he turns to me and goes oh sorry and I was like <laughs> <laughs> oh so <laughs> I literally looked at him and I was like why are you apologizing? He's like, oh, you know, because, and then kind of like started to like like fall over his words. And I was like, you don't spend a lot of time with gay people, do you? And he was like, no. I was like, nice to meet you. (laughs) Okay. So how many kebabs does Justin Trudeau? Oh, the people of Canada for doing brown face at, one party that we know of, and probably several yeah, others. I was going to say, which one? <laughs> which one? Um, so, and also that fucking outfit, that weird genie outfit that he was wearing. I think that's pretty bad. So my problem with it, and I have several, uh, my main problem with it is that he uh, he plays the... Um, the friend, sexy politician no role. the friend he's friends with all marginalised people um, he is pro-women he is not racist in fact he embraces multiculturalism and then this stuff comes up mm-hmm. and we're like dude <laughs> this is indefensible you yeah. can't even remember how many times you did it 80 80 for each time 80 80 kebabs (laughs) for each time he did blackface yeah brown or blackface or whatever you want to call it it's it's unacceptable it's indefensible whatever era it was but you're gonna say 80 kebabs for each time Trude did blackface (laughs) I'm never gonna stop saying his name like that he is a damn fine man let me let me look he could do blackface whilst I was in bed with him and even though (laughs) I'm a strong African man put that face right in that pillow Unless just straight to pound time. As long as he's not got like a really dark spray tan like all over him because it's going to fuck up my sheets. Very, very likely, I, su- I suppose. Yeah, he's I hot. I suspect. He's hot. He is hot, but that doesn't justify it. And in fact, I will change my response to oh. 80 kebabs yeah. for every minute of every time he's spent. <laughs> yes. I'm going to say that because that's indefensible. Have you seen the picture? He was with like, he was surrounded by like a posse of bitches. He had like three girls yeah, around yeah, yeah. him. And I was like, you know, you know he fucked one of them that night. One of them had to watch that creepy brown smile just like <laughs> oh. hovering over them, just going in and out of their vision line. Oh. That's got to be terrifying. 
I would have made him have a shower at least. Just don't wash your face. <laughs> Give him a simple makeup wipe. Give him a yeah. cool for cucumber and just kind of like wipe it off. Do your stuff off. You went home with him like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, how many kebabs has she had to buy? Next question. How many kebabs does R.I.P. Ronald Reagan Oh shit. Oh, the people of the world for calling Princess Diana Princess David? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> In front of like a whole fucking room of people, royal delegation, Princess Da, Princess David. And no, did he call her Diane after? Yeah, there was a Diane after that as well. Like, he did not know who the fuck she was. He didn't care. We are so honored to have Princess David here with us today. Um, I mean, that's, I think, probably, I would say just a couple of kebabs. Couple of kebabs. How old was he? And also, he was probably like, "Where am I? What is this? Who am I talking to?" I think that's quite forgivable. Mm-hmm. I would be, I'm, I would be annoyed, but I've been called. I, I always get called a different name than my own. Tabatina. Tabatina. I once had a drunk guy call me Emerald. <laughs> And I was like, oh, bitch, that's a good one. Emerald. Emerald. So if I ever become a stripper, I'm totally going to be called Emerald. Final question. How many kebabs? And this one is fun because I'm slapping my knee. How many kebabs does George Galloway owe the people of Britain for pretending to be a cat on national television? It's repulsive. I don't know what it is. It's, it's it looks like he's a sick cat, an elderly cat. I mean, what kind of cat? It's been a hard mm-hmm. day for you, hasn't it? All these people coming in and out of their house. You were very upset. You were very upset. Come be my oh, kitty. You God. just want to stay home with mummy, don't you? You got cream all over your whiskers. <laughs> Disgusting. Why was he doing that slimy thing with his? With his tongue. It's iconic, but it's disgusting. Like, the creep factor... It is the creep factor, isn't it? It was so high. Okay, especially... Well, A, I found that it resembled in no way a cat. <laughs> it was more of a slug on four legs. Slimy and disgusting. And it was also a little bit sleepy, which is fine. Cats are sleepy, but I've never seen a sleepy cat do that fair. Kudos on the purring. That was quite on point. Okay. But it didn't make it any less creepy. So I'm going to have to go 100 kebabs. 100 kebabs. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you. It is one of the most unsettling things I've ever watched. He's scarred people for life. Oh, he scarred me for life. Like, <laughs> and I am fully allergic to pussy. Like... <laughs> Fully allergic. I would rather spit in the Prime Minister of Luxembourg's face and call him a racist whilst wearing blackface and like calling Princess Diana a slag. And than... say that everyone else is tanned. Yeah, and call... <laughs> call everybody else tanned. Just go to Africa and start calling people tanned than ever, ever, ever watch George Galloway be a cat on Big Brother again. And do it Oprah style as well. You get yeah. tanned. You get Oh, good yeah, God. that was that was pretty creepy. Like the whole thinking about George Galloway as a cat is making me want to vom. So I think we should call yes. it here for today. But make sure to stay tuned for I think it's episode three or five or something. We talk about fetishes and furries are definitely going to come up again mm-hmm. on this podcast. So make sure to stay tuned. Until next time. Um, do we have a catchphrase yet? We don't. No. Should we make one? Keep on kebabbing. 
Yeah. Kebabbing along. Keep on rotating. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, what, what else do kebabs Keep do? calm and kebab. They sweat. Sweat. Ah, keep sweaty. Stay moist. <laughs> oh! Yes. Until next time. Stay moist, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, I hate that word.